0: Hi there. Welcome to The Preventable, the podcast giving you a seat at the table with conversations about the intersection of alcohol, drugs, and mental health in everyday lives. Take a seat and join us. Welcome to The Preventable. With me today are two guests who have never been in the studio before, but our paths have definitely crossed. Uh, Really appreciate you being here. Uh, The organization we're going to talk about today is The Next Step. So I am thrilled that Darcy Glidewell and Clay Jenkins have joined us. So welcome to The Preventable. Thank you.
1: We're so glad to be
0: here. Yeah,
2: thanks for having us.
0: No, thank you. So, okay, I think that the next step is like one of those organizations that people don't know about and that once you find out about it, you're like, why did i not know about this sooner hmm. um and i will tell you i've worked in this field for 15 years and i didn't really know about it until i became executive director um i wish i would have known about it sooner so darcy or clay either one tell us a little bit about the mission of the next step Go ahead. man that was in unison how wait first of uh, all agree, first of I mean, all how we, long have you two worked together
2: how long because that was together?
0: like Creepily, like, um, scary that's how very you, indicative um, you of know, what we typically do, yeah.
2: I joined the board a little before Darcy, maybe six months, and our records went great at then. but I think um, I started there in late 2011 or early 2012. Wow. Which I'll, I'll mm-hmm. give a little insight into how I got involved. Cool. So yes. she came yeah. right after, and then, years, you know, years. so we've worked together on the board for, I don't know, 10 or 11 years, depending upon who's counting uh, right. today. So uh, we're like... We're like family, so we'll yield to each other and Love it. cut oh, each other. And we'll cut each other off, oh, too, yes. so yes. I mean, uh-huh. that, don't, mm-hmm. don't be surprised if that happens. Nope, but. that's
0: great. <laughs> that's great. So since you have the mic, Clay, what is the next step?
2: We provide uh, tuition assistance for those who are in recovery from drug and alcohol, um, substance abuse, uh, to help them get back in school or their trade, whatever they prefer, mm-hmm um and you know complete their education which leads to higher income for them a way out of uh past troubles and challenges but you know to 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 get the money's not easy because um, we have a, a rigorous uh, process to go through mm-hmm. which we can talk about but that our, really our mission is to provide tuition assistance and we know that by doing that um, st louis as a community becomes a better place um, and really, that is you know what we're all about doing, and we're really uh, highly focused on that. They they also have to be in a in a twelve step program. Okay, um, have a sponsor, and you know all of that is part of they have to share their financial um, challenges or current mm-hmm. financial status because proving that um, there's a need is a big part of uh, uh, what our donor base uh, asks us to do. Mm-hmm. Not only um, a financial need, but they are following the program to get their um, education along with their sobriety. Sobriety's first and their education is second. So um, when they go through an interview um, with people on the board, the, really the questions are around what's your educational goals, but how you doing your sobriety. Okay.
0: You know? So let so me let me unpack that. what you just said because you said a whole lot and I appreciate <laughs> that. So what the next step is, is it provides tuition assistance for people in long term recovery through the AA program or or a twelve step program, yep. right? Any that's twelve step, any twelve a- step. C A H A A. Yeah. Yep. And, but that that participation in the twelve step that's a pretty vital requirement, correct?
1: Currently, yes. Yes. And we we believe that um, people who are working a twelve step program of recovery, who have a sponsor, who are accountable to their sponsor, and attending meetings and kind of have a community. We see a lot of long-term sobriety with those groups, and yeah. the minimum sobriety for, to apply for the next step is is one year.
0: Got it. So you need kind of at least one year, you know, to use the old terminology, like clean. One yep. year clean. Yeah. One year
1: clean and sober to
0: yep. be able to then um, submit an application. And to interview, and that usually takes place around April ish, yeah. right?
1: April first is our deadline every year, and then we conduct interviews. Um, usually, we've been doing them by Zoom since the mm-hmm. okay. you know, pandemic. Yeah. And they interview with two board members. Cool. And then we yeah. we move quick. We make our decisions quickly so that we can, if they're awarded funding, they can use it for summer school right away. Awesome. So when when we're we award funds, they can use it for summer, fall, or spring of the following year, and then. Applicants reapply every single year. Part of the application process is to update us, to write um, some short essay questions, and just give us a picture of what's going on in their life. Because as we know, stuff changes all the time. And so the tuition assistance, so it can be
0: to... Pay. Does it just go to pay for like enrollment? Could it also be used for books yep. and for things like that? Books Are there any tuition. limitations? Yep. Okay. Books
1: and tuition. Um, we pay the educational institution directly. If Got somebody it. Okay. was had had a lab fee or a, they could find a book used somewhere, we could reimburse them. We just need the documentation of that. We yeah. we have. Pretty strict guidelines, but we're also really flexible. Mm-hmm. You know, we understand like recovery is just a big gray area. Mm-hmm. You know, and we just want to be able to help as many people as we can.
2: Yeah, I think on that note, just you know, because we're looking at for one of the things we've learned as an organization as we've as we've grown through the years to service more people is that um, we don't we don't pay for housing expenses, your your light bills, or any of that stuff because that, some of that stuff is so subjective and. Mm-hmm. And we've just learned that if we keep the focus on education, which is your tuition and your books, or if you've got a special, as Darcy said, lab, we pay that money straight to that institution. And then if it's not used, um, it comes back to the organization, right. which is really important to our donor base. And, um, and that way, we, th- everything, there's no secrets, right? Everything is direct with the institution and the students got to do their part. Uh, by registering on time. Um, one of the things we've also learned uh, accountability uh, with this group is grade reporting.
0: And, mm, yep,
2: and it I was going to
0: ask. Mm-hmm. We're, we're
2: very proud of the achievements of our, our group um, in terms of uh, their success with the grades. And one of the things I, I've seen, and Darcy would agree with this too, is once somebody who's been drinking and drugging, um, if they apply, that same intensity (laughs) Mm -hmm. to their to their academic work i mean the results are honking amazing Mm -hmm. um i think our average GPA. is we have
1: tons of straight a students people people who absolutely said i sucked at school yeah i don't think i can do school and then hopefully their sponsor or somebody you know that they know that's received our scholarship said you might want to try because yeah. I think you'll be surprised, and they are. I think our average GPA is three point seven, which is think, that's awesome. I, I, it is. I was, it's uh, incredible. With, it's incredible.
2: I was sharing earlier. I, th- I think it's three seven years. She's been as high as three eight one years, but I I think in the last since we've been tracking, it's it's in that three five to three seven range almost every year.
0: So and it's so, just pretty amazing. That is incredible. And so something I really appreciate about the next step and is that I think you all have a laser focus. On what your mission is and what it's not yep and it is very um tempting to have mission creep and to start providing Mm -hmm. you know housing and food vouchers and transportation and you know and i think that you do have flexibility and that it's not just a four-year institution right it could be you know associate's degree trade school whatever Mm -hmm. that looks like Mm -hmm. and that a 12-step program is is part of it so you're specific, but also flexible. But to me, it seems like you are just laser focused
1: we, on what the mission is. We really are. And we what really it's are. not. We yeah. we provide tuition assistance, you know, and we want to help people, you know, achieve their educational dreams. And for like we have two students right now that are at St. Charles Community College for welding. Cool. Which is fantastic. Yeah. And we... We love supporting the trades. The tra- I mean, there's I mean, just right. there's a huge focus right now on people going back to the trades. This country really needs it. The city needs money. it. It's it's a wonderful skill, and we have a lot of we have a lot of new donors too who say, "Oh, you support the trades, right? I want to be part of that." Right. I, I, I can imagine that that
0: would be a draw for people, especially if it if your donor base are people in recovery themselves right yes. who can maybe look at the path that got the path that they took and then the path that got them where they are right now to a place where they can actually afford to donate as well and Absolutely. i know that you have some very large donors but like any non-profit i'm assuming you
1: also have some donors who give like 25 bucks because they believe in the mission yeah. one of my favorite donations we ever got i shared about you know i everyone who knows me knows i talk about next step all the time and I You're was... You're like a walking billboard. I I, I love it. it I appreciate that so much. And yes, I mentioned is. it, and somebody came up to me afterward and handed me $5 and said, "Yeah, you know, I can't afford a ticket to the dinner. Can you please put this in the donation? And, and I, I wanted to be a part of tears it. Tears coming down my yeah. face. Yep.
2: I, yeah. I think one of the things, Jen, to thanks for your awareness on the fact that the the mission's pretty focused. One of the things that, as we've kind of expanded... Um, you know our—I'll call it our donor base—that has been really, really important for us is not only are people passionate about helping those in recovery, but a big part of our donor base today is really passionate about education. Mm,
0: mm-hmm. So yep.
2: it, it, the fact that the two are connected Love it. has raised awareness because generally education can lift people to mm-hmm. a different place, right? And um, we have so many um, uh, people in the past that were you know maybe they had a felony or they were incarcerated or single mom single dad or went through mom and dad's money and you know ran out and mm-hmm. in, in, uh, all different kinds of ways that they can achieve their education and the fact that we fund not only traditional education but trade schools not everybody's meant to go to college right. i mean you know right. that i mean That's there are true. certain uh, creatives and and people that that work well that never ever went to school and don't need to go to school but we help those too and and so many times today when we go through the interview process there are people people are like well i didn't i didn't know you guys would fund me to be a welder or mm-hmm. or those kinds of things so we've we've uh, we've been surprised ourselves at what we learned um because People, people, again, like I said, we give them a little bit of money when they get started. Most of them are going to community college and they don't lead, need a lot of money. They're taking maybe two classes, right. you know, and they need a thousand bucks, um, books and tuition if they're at one of the local community colleges. So we give them a little bit of money. Once they get going, what we really provide is a whole lot of validation that somebody besides their family believes in them.
0: Yeah. Okay. It,
2: there's a huge yes. self esteem factor. Totally. That it's not written in the mission statement, but that comes when somebody besides aunt, uncle, mom, dad, wife, husband says, Mm -hmm. I believe in you.
0: Yes. And I think that the emphasis on education, I think, you know. Honestly, we share a lot of very similar donors, right? Yes. Because mm-hmm. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. not yes, only from their roots in the recovery community, but also those people who believe in the power of education mm-hmm. and how maybe with a nugget of education, their life may be. Could have been different, usually in our case, or could be different in your case, right? Mm -hmm. And so I think that we share a lot of very similar—not as many donors as our director of development would like, of course—but you know that's their job, right? they are not
2: sold out, right? right? That's, That's
0: their job. But you know, I think that that is something that. Really unifies us. I think we are very mission adjacent. Yes. Right? Like, absolutely. we're very, absolutely. very much so. So, Clay, you mentioned something that has always been a question of mine. So, is there like a mentoring component to this at all? Or, once you, I mean, this is going to sound so crass, but once you cut the check, are you just there if you need it? But, like, what if there's a welder who's getting their education and there was also a welder who
1: happens to be a donor like is that is there any sort it's a, of communication so there it's or a, not really it's a great question so that's something that we don't have a necessarily formal process for this but we did something this year that we we yeah. did it um I think our reason for doing it was not at all how it ended up. Isn't that amazing? And that's the, <laughs> most, that amazing? the best thing right? ever, that's right? amazing. It wasn't the cause and effect, so we thought, we are, but the end so was So here was the concern was we have all these new students. We have more new students this year than we ever have. We have awesome. 27 first-time recipients. Which means people really got to go... To the dinner, yes. To the dinner. Which we'll talk about, yes. Which we will talk about Saturday, October 7th. we thought, how, we send them this packet. You know, Clay talked about, you know, the validation they get. Somebody other than mom and dad supports them. So we send, we we give them this packet. You know, congratulations, you've received a scholarship. You know, it used to just be an email. We're like, no, we need to give them something physical. And we said... What if we we haven't we finally have an office space now where oh, people can actually walk cool. in the door? It okay. used to be kind of yeah. a glorified storage space. We run really lean and mean, right? Like you do we, because I think our all, rent was two hundred and ten dollars a month. And I mean, now, your money goes back into as, the pockets absolutely. of no. the students. We, right. we, our overhead is so minimal, so you're not never, even paid. I am not paid now. Right? Mm, we okay. we have this space now because we have um, a almost a full-time administrative person and so now she has a space to work and I said look we have the space we can and we got a little conference table donated and and I said, what if we did like four new student orientation oh, sessions? They're all I at different that. schools. Some of them are online. Some of them are trade. Some of them are community college. Some of them are Lindenwood, Maryville. All different. But what if we brought them all together, you know, 10 per session? Actually, we might have more than 27 It gives students. them like so a cohort. 30, like I a think we have 37 students. I misspoke. How many? How many I think students? we have 37 new students. Whoa. I, I think I misspoke. But I'll, I will double check that. But. It's amazing because what happened is they came in, some of them were nervous, some of them knew each other. Because you can
0: reapply. Every your, year. Uh, yes, we correct. We some okay. we
1: followed from their associates through their graduate degree. So we have some that we funded for six or seven years. Oh, we should, we should talk about why. Because somebody it. who lives in sure. a
2: traditional world will go, why the hell are you funding sure. them for I'll, I'll six or seven years? I'll write it down so years. that we don't okay, forget so, that. okay I, I want so, to, so That's we, a key part of what... Yes, Keeps people sometimes from applying. Ten so.
1: four. Okay. Right. okay. So we sat in this orientation and we went over like the housekeeping stuff. We you know congratulated and we introduced ourselves. And then I said to a woman sitting to my right, you know, how are you doing? Like, what's your biggest, um, you know, apprehension or what's? And she looked at me and said, you know, I haven't been in school for thirty years. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And a woman from across the room said, girl, I got you. Let me tell you, and they exchanged numbers, oh, and they had this well, moment, and facts. that happened at every session to <sighs> some degree. It was this sense of community that we just didn't, you know, we thought, well, we'll come, and the, some of our board members came to, they'll meet some of us, but it was about th- that they met each them. other because so often the brand-new students, we meet them for the first time at the dinner. Right. And this was just, it was just beautiful. It really mm. was. It was yeah. just a great, great thing. So we really... Um to your original question about what other like mentoring and support we want them to we have several that go to the same school we have several that have had the same struggles they shared resources on Inexpensive used books. Another mm-hmm. woman said, do you know that you can print out like uh, 30 pages for free at the St. Louis County Library every day or something like that? It's just the, the resources. I just got goosebumps actually. Right. That's amazing. And yeah. the community just kept flowing. It was Well, beautiful. because we know that in
0: recovery, connection is key. And yeah. and yeah. by the way, it's not just in recovery. Like it's yeah. connection. Yeah. Is yeah. all. It's all about connection. So that is amazing. Yeah. So talk to me about why You fund folks year after. And I feel like at the Gratitude Luncheon, Darcy, I feel like you sat me with somebody who was like
1: a lawyer or something. Who Uh, Mark. Mark. You had Mark. Mark. Yes.
0: And he was like, yeah, they supported me my whole journey. So before before Clay
1: answers that, see, I get so excited. Before Clay answers that, let me tell you about Mark. So Mark was a student volunteer at our dinner and met uh, a guest of ours at the dinner who just happened to come along with his wife, who was a friend of someone else's, and he is with the public defender's yes. office. Yes. Yeah. Met Mark and ended up giving Mark an internship with his office. And then that led Mark into the employment he has with the law firm. So, so cool. So that's the kind of mentoring and Isn't the kind that of connections. So cool, I know I'm breaking the fourth happened. wall, but that's yeah. so cool. I just yeah. love this. It's great. So I'll let you.
2: Yeah. So generally, th- think about it. If, if, if you know the journey of recovery, um, so they, they can apply at a year of sobriety as of our application date, which is deadline, which is April 1st. So generally, if they're working with their sponsor, the first thing they, they are focused on is their sobriety. So the sponsor sure. generally will say, don't get your life out of balance. Mm. you're surprised focus so most of the time when they start with us they're starting as i said a little earlier a couple of classes yep okay just kind of because they could be single mom single dad yep. they could they could mm. be who knows where they're living they could be living with grandma you don't know right. And and uh and most of them have got to work yeah they've got, oh, sure they've got right. restitution they've got to make or uh you know legal bills legal bills and I mean, all this kind of stuff so right. they they generally don't want to ne- or need to take more than a couple of classes so sometimes as, as Darcy said, they could be with us six, seven, eight years, and once their sobriety increases and they get more stable in their sobriety, then sometimes they'll move to a full fifteen hours. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. and so that's the reason we stay in the game with them. I love that as long as they need it, and we do. We do fund um, uh, undergrad and graduate. We our our priority is undergrad.
1: We have a huge variety of degrees, mm-hmm. as you guys know. A ton of people who get into recovery they want to go back to school for substance abuse counseling sure. and so we do have those too. but we have speech pathologists we have um, you know people in pre-law lots of nursing students yeah. digital marketing digital marketing mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. paramedics we have mm-hmm. yeah lots yeah, of paramedics uh, AMT,
2: we got a couple of those
1: with are... a firefighter who's gonna firefighter. be in our video coming up cool. as well yeah We've yeah. cool we've, there's just a lot of um, a lot of different career paths And as we mentioned, I think we have six um, students in the trades right now. The majority, as Clay mentioned, are undergrad. And then I think we have 12 graduate degrees as well. And MBAs, you name it. So I know a little bit,
0: but I am curious about how this organization was formed because uh, my understanding is it was kind of a kitchen table idea. That's exactly right. Right? And uh, the some people got volunteered into running it and then now it's become this just like incredible situation so can you can you shed some light for the people who don't know how how did this get founded
1: so exactly what you said it was uh I love kitchen two, table. Ideas. it was it was I think it kind of started at first watch really okay which okay. is even better That's um fair. we love first yeah. watch they happen to employ a lot of yes um, individuals in recovery yep. um the and um
0: t- Aaron's Aaron's uh, Kingside Group, right? Absolutely,
2: Kingside Herbies.
1: Yes, yes, yes. So this conversation was. um,
2: Aaron's one of our board ambassadors.
1: Yeah, Aaron's an ambassador for us. Yes, yes. great.
0: Yeah. So there was uh,
1: Ron Moser and Janet Edo were with another couple. (gasps) Amazing people. Yes, do a ton for recovery in this community. Mm -hmm. It's, It's unbelievable they were they have a regular server and she had mentioned that she was trying to go back to school but didn't have the funds and actually the, oh, the wow. first the first funding was actually for her rent because she had um a scholarship for school but oh. she was living in an environment that was not safe for her sobriety right, right so the very first scholarship was actually to help her get a place of her own and then the next year it was a couple you know people for school and it just grew from there so we have funded Did you? I don't even know if Clay saw the number one over almost two million. We're one point nine three million dollars since our inception in two thousand five.
0: That is nuts. So after
1: the dinner, October seventh, we will be over two million dollars in educational funding. And last year. Well,
0: so la- this year you're awarding two hundred and forty-seven thousand dollars yes. in scholarships. Yes, so which is our around- highest
1: ever. This year we've set all kinds of records. This year we have the most. Dude, your galas applicants. are incredible. My jaw yeah. is oh, when when it's like <laughs> it's the fund to need
0: part. I just sit there like, oh my gosh. I mean, it's incredible. I come back and I talk to the team about like, you should see how much money they just raised. And, and, and we're it's amazed. Incredible. We're amazed, and it's
1: grown every year. And I'll yeah. tell you what really helped. Would help tremendously. We have two presenting sponsors this year. We've never had that. So Spirit oh, Jets okay. is a very, very, very generous um, donor and supporter. And um, the owner of Spirit Jets has been doing this for several years. And this year we also have Tegatoff Development, mm-hmm. who wanted to get on board as well. Awesome. And they, um, the fact that our supporters are not just in the recovery community, right. they are organizations yep. that know that people that get clean and sober and continue with education make this city you know these are local businesses that want this city to continue to to improve
0: it's it's very rudimentary but at the heart of what you all do is workforce development that's right exactly what we do that just so happens to be for people in recovery yep but if you can keep people or get them into the workforce whatever that looks like i mean you are that's economic development so when i look at the spot i mean it makes sense why why would it just be limited to people who have their hands in the recovery community i mean it should be everybody wanting to participate in this that's right especially if they have jobs to fill exactly (laughs) we would
1: love to expand we we get asked also Hey, do colleges, do all the different universities and colleges come to your dinner? I think that was partner, what question I asked. And they, do they <laughs> partner with you? And our answer is really no. No. They don't. No. We would love that. We would love that. We no. would, we would, I'd have anyone sit at my mm-hmm. table from, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, SLU or UMSL or WashU or, mm-hmm. you know, when we've had meetings with them, we've had students with them, they're very supportive. They know who we are and they know what we do. But I would love for some other board members to really see what happens at our dinner because we will probably sell out. We yeah. will probably sell I, over four hundred and fifty tickets. I think we'll, one Which one is of the just things amazing to me.
2: You know what, Nicole? You'll it's know aspirational. This, you'll know this too. <laughs> one of the things we've learned. Um, you know, you mentioned at the beginning that. Most people may not know who we are. You didn't know who we are.
0: I didn't, no. So
2: if you think about recovery and addiction and alcoholism, substance abuse, it's it's a shame-based disease. Mm -hmm. And one of the things we've learned that is that, you know, our awareness level because of the disease has always been... You know, when someone gets a scholarship, mm, sometimes they don't want to talk about how they got right, it, right? Right. And and it's different
1: than, it, than like the says, Rotary I'm or something. I am admitting I'm in recovery. I got this scholarship, so, that, so right. that's that's mm-hmm. one of the
2: things. And then two, the nature of, of sometimes uh, addiction and, and thought processes that it creates is, well, if I tell a whole lot of people, that's less money for me. You know, you know. So we got that too. Behind Understood. S- okay. Uh-huh. On, so that kind of goes on, but the other thing that that we've learned from some of these donors and and, uh, that you and Darcy were talking about a minute ago is most employers and families, everyone they know, there's someone in their immediate circle mm-hmm. who has suffered with the disease.
1: 100%. Or I mean, unfortunately no, died from the disease. Yeah, passed it, away, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. It knows
2: no socioeconomic. It knows no neighborhood boundaries, socioeconomic boundaries, blue collar, white collar, black, white, Asian, Hispanic. It knows no boundaries, mm-hmm. the disease of addiction. And um, we've learned that. And so when people hear what we do, as you said earlier, that, it changes the thought process about it because the chances are there's a cousin somewhere or, you know, goofy Uncle Joe that, that uh, everybody thought was goofy but really had a problem and couldn't get the help he need or didn't get the help he need. And um, so they all can relate to it once they hear us, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, understand us a little better. So we, we've seen that in the journey uh, with our donor base also.
0: How did you get involved in the organization? I was just going to say,
1: go ahead and talk because his story ties into also how we kind of define Love financial it. need because it's different than what a normal scholarship would would delve into. Sure. So
2: it it it's a great question. You know, uh, my son is a former recipient. Okay. Okay, and um, he wanted to get back to school, got clean, and um,
0: what did he go to school for?
2: He's a he's a graphic designer. Oh,
0: cool! Okay, so he okay. got he
2: got a four O and partying, and then um, <laughs> he 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 had to drop out for mm. um, for various uh, legal challenges. Got I'll call it, it that. And um, once uh, he got uh, home and got clean, um, mom and dad had spent the college education to help get him in treatment so yeah. we kind and of that's went through
0: pretty common exactly challenge for families right it's yeah. like they've spent their retirement funds or their funds on you know inpatient outpatient yep. trying, to fees, trying to save their kids trying to save and so when it when that person is able to make it to a healthier path the funds aren't always there exactly yep. yeah
2: but, but, you know, we we made the decision that for us to hold on to a college education at the pace we were going, he might not be alive.
0: Right. So, uh, yeah, so, I mean, you're making a life or death that's right. decision at that point. That's yeah. right. And
2: so we we all did it with eyes open, and it was very expensive, uh, but well worth it. But yes. once he came home, um, he got into AA community here and, and started making a new network of friends. Um, he'd been in aftercare and – and um Somebody gave him a job, bussing tables, um, in a restaurant here in town. And, um, he started bussing tables and ultimately, um, after he'd been there a year, he started thinking, "Mm, I might, I might want to go back to school and, uh, pursue my degree. Very creative, talented artist. And, um, they said, well, I don't have any money. He said, well, I know about this organization. It's just started. This is in like 2010, um, and they're helping people get back to school, hmm. and so he went on the interview. And I think his first award was like nine hundred bucks or something, maybe a thousand. And he started at uh, Merrimack and taking two classes, bus and tables, and ultimately, over time, he finally he graduated in two thousand thirteen. Uh, I was born like a baby. Lost, I'm
0: sure, right? Uh, from, I'm like fighting back uh, yeah, tears just hearing the story uh,
2: from Umsul mm-hmm. and. Um, he he now lives in new york and he's a graphic design at um at a large apparel firm wow and, and married and,
1: and how many years to, sober does he have uh
2: at, as of today he's got 13.
0: Whoa!
1: Um, wow yeah
2: in august be 14 god willing and um so after he had got his scholarship for a couple of years there was somebody on the board uh who's no longer on the board but they pestered the living crap out of me that's mm-hmm. often how
0: it happens yes. and, exactly. uh, you
2: know just kind of just Dogged persistence got pushed me, pushed me, pushed me to get involved. and um and I've been involved ever since. So that's that's how I got involved
1: and <laughs> right. his wife's on our board as well. Clay and Lynn are integral to our board. And Sandy Wool, who's our treasurer, who's probably been the longest tenured board member. Yeah. he's been amazing. We have I have never been more excited about the board that we have today because we have sixteen board members, and every single one of them works, you know, when we talk to a potential new board member, we try and say, you know, we're a working board, right. but they don't. I mean, no they nobody don't really understands I'm, I'm yeah, re- <laughs> me. We're not a resume
2: builder board. <laughs> right.
1: No, no, nobody. We don't do our name on letterhead. the the um, The working board term is is used, you know, in a lot of cases. But I'm on other boards. So there's nothing like this, and I'm just so I'm so proud of the group. And now, as Clay mentioned earlier, we have these board ambassadors. So we have eleven other members of the community maybe the medical community or the recovery community who are not necessarily board members but they are spreading the word about what we do and they'll all be at the dinner and it's really that's helped tremendously that's helped us get more sponsors than we ever have this year um it's really a beautiful thing our you know our founder will be at the dinner and um yeah it's we have two other donors who over the years have stepped up to do supplemental scholarships as well. so we have a special scholarship for single parents and then we have another scholarship that's almost like gap funding you know because mm. if you have a student we have a student at community college they might only need fifteen hundred dollars. you can get up to five thousand dollars by the way. Okay, good yeah, For good. graduate okay, we or vocational yeah, and then up to four thousand no, I'm sorry. Uh, what's graduate? Three thousand for graduate degree. Yeah. And five under, we've changed three, it over the years. But sure. right now we're five thousand is the max. Um and and if somebody's at a, a school that's expensive um, and they are rooted in recovery and their work life family balance is good and they've, you know, sponsor recommendation, they will get a significant part of their tuition funded. great. And then we had a donor who came along and said, I want to f- Get, I want to gap fund them. If they still have a $7,000 shortfall, I want to cover that. That is... It's incredible. We awarded uh, three <laughs> people this um, Gina May Weese Memorial Scholarship this year. And they should not really have any out of pocket mm. at all. And mm. I was at the dinner when
0: Jim Murphy, when he
1: announced the single single parent scholarship. Yes. I was balling and at the uh, table we were, i was at everyone uh, was crying uh, that, the, that the um that winner table of that this of year will be a surprise and that yes, particular okay. individual has been chosen already and we're very excited Whoa. yes how did you get involved with this mm.
0: I
2: didn't know. Oh, uh, yeah, you got to cover that story. I too. know. Um, I
1: didn't it's ask. It's really. It's really. I've been in the floor covering business my whole life. I so carpet, carpet, tile, okay. wood, and stone. I had no. I think she idea. She just ordered
2: new carpet for. Uh,
1: yeah, I. I <laughs> had no idea here. what <laughs> any of this was about. A former employee of mine said to me after I would just had my second baby. So this would have been in like 2010. He said, "I just joined this amazing organization. Will you come to the dinner?" And I said. I have a toddler and a new baby. I'm not coming to a dinner. Right. I'm not putting on a dress. And he said, this is so up your alley. You need. And I had just sold my business. And he said, you need to come. And I said, maybe next year. Thinking, oh, he's never going to call me. Right, again. of right? course. Because that's what you say. You put someone off. Yeah, right? oh, oh, we'll do next lunch. next yes. <laughs> let's, go, let's go meet for coffee. And yeah, like, nice. oh. This is Chris, of course. Like yeah. clockwork. Before the dinner next year, he called me. And he said, okay, you got a seat at my <gasps> table. And I said, "Chris, can I just write you a check?" And he said, "No." He said, Gosh, "No." you sound like me. Yeah. Oh he said, God. "We don't want your money. Can we want you donate? there." <laughs> and I said, "Oh, now I'm intrigued." And I'm telling you, it was at the MAC downtown. That's where we used to have it. Mm. There was a very impactful speaker. Uh, it was, it just blew me away. And I've been involved ever since. I think I was on the board within three months of that dinner. I wow. just said I have to be part of this because I could. I heard the recipients. Explaining how going back to school, finishing something they started, mm. whether it was five years later, or thir- we have recipients in their in their late sixties. That's something yes. so cool. I'm so glad you brought they that said, up. You know, yes, I, I I haven't been in school since I was you know 22 years old. I I don't know what I'm going to do with my degree, but I want to finish something I started. Yeah. And we had a gentleman who came to us, and he had done his homework. He needed like 704 dollars, yeah. and we said we would be honored. To give you seven hundred four dollars, and he, he works um, at the uh, is it Independence Center in mm-hmm. the city, oh, and refers yeah. people okay. to us all the time because he said, "Look, if, look, if I can do it. You can do it." Right? Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah. Our ages are eighteen to sixty four currently. That was something I was really—I don't know why I was shocked
0: about it, but I was when I went when I first was um, introduced to you all, and I realized the breadth and depth of the people that you all. Um, Serve that you fund. Mm. You know, you're you're talking about single parents. You're talking about people who are in their, you know, late 50s, going back and and completing something, but also just feeling that support of people who believe in them. Right. Uh,
1: it's like a country music video or something. Yeah, Reba McIntyre, like, is, is. is. Yeah, is. is. is their life
0: out there? Video or it something. And, I don't and, know. And just we
1: know, we know because we've seen it. We a lot of, not a lot of our students relapse. They don't. Now, maybe it because they're rooted in, in the recovery program. I, I believe it is so much in part because they go back to school and they change their life. Education mm-hmm. changed. Lives. Education is the
0: key. It really is the key.
2: One of the things I think that this is anecdotal, but I believe it with all my heart and soul. Once they get the fundamentals of a 12-step program down, they start working a 12-step program. It gives them the structural foundation of accountability with a the sponsor they take that same process to their schoolwork mm. the structure of classes
0: interesting. the structure
2: yeah. of having to go to class or go on a zoom right and, and it's
0: homework completing and homework getting assignments and things just like, like that they're
2: they're doing step 4 or whatever right, you right. know those interesting. kind those are, they get that structure and then they ultimately that's why hmm. we do so well, they do so well in school i think that's just my opinion and then i think that's why they become terrific employees
1: wow They they ask for help. They have a community. They have a support network. You know, it's not just them as a student going back to school and trying to navigate this really foreign world. Some of them uh, have never, especially in COVID, you know, they had to navigate virtual school. The people
0: that I know who have been recipients and who have also been employees are bulldogs. Yeah.
1: They're they're determined. They're
0: persistent. um, They're, they... Want to do better yeah. For themselves For their community For their family They also You know if I'm being honest They kind of have something to
1: prove they, yeah. We always say We help people Who are already helping themselves Right yeah. Right. Yeah. right. So, so They're t- not going to apply For the scholarship And they're not going to Go through the process Of going back to school If they're not pretty sure mm-hmm. That that's what they want to do yeah. yeah No I get it And then they you, succeed
2: Yeah You're your comment On something to prove is true They want to prove That they can finish school I want to yeah. prove I can better be a better husband Better wife, mm-hmm. better mom, dad, son, whatever, and so they they got a little bit of a chip on their shoulder, and a lot which of it is too. Good. Which yeah, I was is going is to say, I, I appreciate it's that. A good, yeah, that's a good That's right. a good And, chip. and they, and they I mean, don't get me wrong. They're looking. They're looking in the in the. Uh, they're not looking in the rearview mirror. Right. Okay. They're looking forward, but at the same point in time, they they've got that chip on their shoulder, and they want to stay on the path that has been a better life for them. Tonight. And so that's that that's one of the things that motivates them.
0: One of the recipients um that we employed um that came in and I didn't even have a job opening. And I basically was so impressed with what they were selling and what they were selling was them themselves, yeah. right? Yeah. And I was so impressed and honestly I was kind of speechless because I was pretty new in my role. I was like, "Oh, I I have the power to hire somebody before I even have a position." Right. But I they They won me over, and you know, I mean, it's it's pretty incredible. And maybe that was because of the education. Maybe it was because of the recovery program. Maybe because it was you. It was you all. Maybe it was because of the family support. It's probably a
1: little bit of everything, right? Right. It's Mm -hmm. it's a little bit of everything. One of my favorite interviews. We we going through the interview, and this young man looked up at me, and he's and he kind of had his arms crossed. His body language is a little close off, you know. And I said, do you have any questions for us? And he said, yeah. What's the catch? Mm. And I said, there's, yeah. there's no catch. And he said, what, what do I have to do? I said, you know what? Stay sober and stay in school and just be accountable that's to catch, us. Right. That there's no catch. And he could not believe it. Because, and Clay has said this so many times, people are just not used to getting a win. They're just not, not used, just used to getting a recovery, win. But right. that not just In mean, general. Really, that's right. In general. And but,
0: especially when you've been... I mean, you've been through
1: a lot. Exactly, so you're exactly. not used to getting. A win. And it's it's this is the best job I've ever had. This it is really is because mm-hmm. yeah. it is we're helping people win all day long. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. So let's let's talk nitty gritty here. So the event is Saturday, October seventh. Uh yes. You are like registration is open, so people Abs- absolutely. Yes. And like I said,
1: we probably will sell out. Mm-hmm. Um. So if somebody's interested. Please go to our website. There's um, there's still tables available. There are individual tickets available. We've Tim Izzell is our MC this year. He's going to share fun. a little bit of his story no. as well. Yes, he's. We've been. We we were so happy he was available. Yeah, um, that's great.
0: And so if they want to register, it's the next step stl.org stl. yep. correct mm-hmm. okay yep. and uh it's party attire that's something else i just want to mention like yeah. it feels like a party
1: it does that's and we say like anything I mean, goes and i always like what anything am anything goes wear? We, but it feels party, like a party attire whatever you consider party attire that's what that's you, what you should wear that's what you're sure that's what right. you wear there's right. no there's no rules we're just a no. bunch we're just a bunch of people having fun we have a big coffee bar yeah we yeah, really yeah, yeah. make it um it's at the Sheridan Westport Sheridan Chalet.
2: They're great partners too. We serve have,
1: so yeah. much coffee at this event. They actually have to rent <laughs> coffee carafes. They yeah. don't. They don't possess in that hotel. They don't possess fifty coffee carafes.
0: Can I tell yeah. you that the first Sands Bar we did, we did not have coffee, coffee. because oh. we weren't like sure like, yeah. if, if cafe, like how that was going to work and. We realized very quickly like we need, we a need coffee drink like, yep. absolutely we, yeah so yeah. it's there were a, now that you say that i do remember they, a lot of they, coffee the hotel that is, is amazing like, oh, next step event we got to get those crafts <laughs> i yeah. love this yeah darcy clay thank you so much for taking the time today um Thanks for i having hope us. that we shed a little bit of a light on the next step um if at all possible i really strongly encourage people to come out to the dinner because i just think it's uh it, it opened your opens your eyes i think the event is really well done i'm not just saying that
1: and it's run by our, our students volunteers it is so they'll be over they'll probably be done. 70 students it is volunteering. done
0: so well yeah. and i think like you definitely need to bring kleenex or wear waterproof mascara <laughs> because it's just one of those kinds yeah. of things but not in an overdone sort of way like it doesn't feel heavy-handed i just think it's one of the best events that i personally um get the opportunity to go to so uh Saturday, October 7th, um, check out the stl.org. Thank you both so much Thanks for being for on. Uh, I would be thank remiss you. if I did not thank our sponsor, Hubbard Radio, for giving us the space to do thank this. Thank you, Hubbard. Yes. And uh, if you like what you're listening to, please consider rating, reviewing, or subscribing. That way you get these uh, whenever they come out, uh, right in your uh, inbox or wherever you get your podcasts. So thank you again for being here today. Thanks, Nicole. Thank you. Thanks for joining us at The Preventable. Brought to you ad-free by PreventEd. PreventEd works to reduce or prevent the harms of alcohol and other drug use through education, intervention, and advocacy. Please visit their website at prevented.org. Like what you heard? Rate, review, and subscribe to stay up to date with what we are serving on The Preventable.